What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us on the first day of Black History Month here at Black Hollywood Live. We got some great topics, including Beyonce's pregnancy announcement and the lack of directors at Disney. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Hey. Black. We got the lights and everything today. I don't know if they can see that. Oh, was the fog machine. Right, we need the fog machine and some water to throw on us for the performance. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I am your host, Daryl Kristen. Joining me today is the beautiful Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? And DJ oh, Jesse J, they got oh they got the rain, you make yeah, it rain with the water. They got the water. This is just punch me on my face. <laughs> and that's how we intro a show right here hey, at Black Hour Live. What is up, everybody? I'm, I'm excited to be here. She done delivered me. <laughs> you got baptized up in the studio. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's the it's like Black been a while since the three of us have been together. I know. Wow. You know We've been here. I know. You know. Here. You know, it's been a lot going on this last. But everyone's March. been getting sick. Everybody's been sick. Even sick. today, the holidays still happen. Somehow it's February already. We're Sh- like, what the. F- Honestly, like, it's really it's crazy. We say this every month, though. I mean, let's Do keep we? it honest. Every month, every year, I was like, it's already summer. But it's already real. winter. It's already Gen- 2025, you know? Genuinely. Monday comes around, and, like, I'm like, oh, my God, it's really almost fucking Friday. Like, I'm not even scared of Monday at this point in my life. At this point, I'm like, can Monday just stay? Stay. For a day. Because it was Wednesday, and I was talking to this dude who was working on the roof at my apartment. I was apartment. like, what are you talking about? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that kind of talk, unfortunately. Um, but... But no, I was like talking to him and he was like, it's Wednesday. And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because I really literally was talking to him like it was Monday. I mean, all the days morph together to I me mean, at this point. When people are, uh, people ask me they want to meet on Tuesday, I'm like, what day is it today? I don't even know. Yeah. You know is it <laughs> like, Friday? I mean. What's happening? What Trump do now? What, yeah, well, yeah what happened? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, Rachel is not with us today. She uh, Rachel True. She's been too busy for us She's little cool people. No, school. no. She had things to do. Um, she had an audition or something today. Which She'll or something be like back. That. She'll be back next week, though. But, you know, it's funny. Before we get into the topic, because we have been talking about remedy because we are talking about everybody's being sick is between yes, people getting cold the flu I'm trying to decipher between if my throat is scratchy that. because of allergies or because yes. of being sick and we heard a re- really interesting uh, way of curing sickness today from Steve who's in the booth today Steve repeat what you said that what you heard what they got to do with the onions with, with onions and I want to know if people have ever heard this before because I've never heard this what is it Steve uh, it might be a little old fashioned for y'all folk but uh, yeah it had something to do with uh, peel out the first layer, fresh onions, maybe about three or four, stick them in a bowl or something like that, and stick it next to the person's sick bed. And overnight, uh, they're supposed to turn black to some degree. And uh, wow, it's like it's like it. evil. Oh, I like it. <laughs> like dark, that it's like dark. It's like dark forces. Little mermaid. Sound like so green. Come on, <laughs> onion, Damn, that's kind of I, I missed that part of the it turning black. <laughs> you can turn me too. You can turn. Black, I'm kind of concerned. I'm real concerned about that. Your breath is your breath is sick. Yeah, something, something. Yeah, something. It means you need to go to the emergency room instantly. It's beyond the cold. Something's dying inside. (laughs) We may need an exorcism. I don't know. Something. I don't 
don't know if it's some crest. You ain't sick. You got demons. <laughs> some crest. That's the fucking ring coming out of your mouth. For real. For real. I mean, that does come out. The rings comes out this weekend. Uh, you may be starting in that movie. What's I've that never heard movie? that. Though. I've never heard that. I'm I've sorry. You just made before. me think about scary movies. There's a movie where the, with the black guy and the white girl and they go to a new neighborhood, get out or go out or something that we saw. Did I make that up? Oh, it's not It's not out it's yet, not though, right? Out yeah, yet, yeah, though? it's like something like Get Out. Yeah, Get know. Out. It's Get Out. I okay. think it's Get Out. It's coming out. It's okay. coming out. Get I don't out. know. Uh, sorry, guys. That was random as hell. It was random. Oh, think of it well, since we on it, did they all see the Don't Breathe movie? I no, did. I, I did saw it on the plane coming it. back um, from, I was in Detroit, yeah. My thing is this. You know, I always hear, like, people always be like, oh, white people are so stupid in movies, which, you know, they do do stupid things in it. This takes the freaking cake. I have never sat on the edge of my seat for oh, a yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say it was Cursing good. Yeah. them out. Like, it just was <laughs> like, I had to watch it all the way to the end because it was just that horrifying. Like, no one would do this. No one would do anything that you guys are doing right now. And it was just... But, on the flip side, it was It was a good movie. It was good. It's a worth see. Don't breathe. It's called Don't Breathe. Check it out if you can. If you like a little suspense, a little horror, you're going to be at the edge of your seat the entire time. And you will never see a blind man the same way after that movie. No, and speaking of someone I will never see the same way again is also Beyonce because she made a great announcement today. Boom, boom. She did yesterday, actually. Uh, And I thought it was a joke because someone (laughs) sent me this picture of Beyonce with her under the... Like, it looked like an icon with her underneath this, like, veil... In her stomach, and I, you know, people just be photoshopping things. Yes, I was like, Beyonce would never take a picture like. Oh, all right. Sorry, guys. Beyonce's yeah. calling in. Sorry. <laughs> like, yes, uh, the the, be, the Beehive yes, is calling us right now. Yes, they're like, what, they're like, what are you about on? to say about Beyonce? Thank you. You talking smack. Um, so I went and onto Beyonce's page. Lo and behold, here is this picture. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyonce is pregnant with twins, yes, she announced. She and where everyone was very happy and excited for her, um, those who purchased concert tickets to Coachella this year are a little worried because apparently she's already like four five months pregnant i, I mean, mean she looks like if you got twins that's four or five that's months. definitely four or five so she's sure. gonna be real peak ready to pop by coachella because that's not till what april yeah. yeah i'm like and so someone was like well sierra did it i'm like sierra needs to be out there doing it like sierra's trying to make her coin she pregnant or not and sierra twins got it. is different beyonce <laughs> performed at the mtv awards when she was pregnant but that was early on that was early August. on was and she brilliant. wasn't pregnant with twins you're in your la- she's gonna be in her last trimester yeah, pregnant yeah, with true. twins true. in the heat of coachella right. desert Right, right. Yeah, she Get gonna with sit, it, girl. She That's going to take delicious to a different level. Mm. And I just don't, you know, if it's like, you know, Mariah pregnant, like, you don't care because she just stands there and sings. But, right. like, you want to see the Beyonce drop it, hop it, flip right. around, do some stuff, and toss some hair, You, the struggle will be real. Do you so, think she'll still perform, though? I don't know. That's what I... I don't think she will. I, don't, I mean, I mean, unless she... But she, so I heard if if someone pulls out of Coachella, I don't know if this is true or not, if someone pulls out of Coachella or something like that, the artist has to pay back. Yeah. Like the the money owed. Yeah, but let's be fair. Right. But I also wonder is this a like... was this a stunt because so someone else said that she had to get in vitro for this, right? They're, they're I mean, questioning that. They're questioning it's possible cuz she it's been so long since she got since she had blue ivy and this whole like we've had pregnancy rumors forever and the idea that it's twins it's possibly that she did use in vitro to get pregnant. So, I'm thinking if you had maybe planned it, let's just, you know, you know, I love me a conspiracy theory. My thing is is did they do this on purpose to kind of Haha, ha, Coachella, because they got the Made in America tour. 
So it's mm. like if Beyonce was the biggest thing for Coachella, everyone was going there for Beyonce. Now she ain't going to do it. They're going to have to do refunds, even though Beyonce have to pay it back, but that's nothing for her. But the annoyance <laughs> of Coachella having this bad name because they have this big guess who they're going to get to replace her. I don't know. Yeah, um, but why would they? Like, I, don't know. I, don't know. I just, I just feel like it, that would make her look bad. I it would make her like, look bad. Yeah. Like, I don't buy that. And yeah. also, as far as we know, I mean, we're guessing based on these pictures, but, but some a, of the pictures, she still looked like she could be first trimester. So for all we know, by April, she's not as far along as we think she is right now. And it's just because she's pregnant with twins that it looks that way. So maybe she will be still like six or, months by then. Listen. Or maybe it's all our imagination and she has a surrogate and we just don't know. Or listen, she's such a great marketeer and in, in, in public relations. Maybe this is an old picture, and she's About popping the babies, the babies right, right now. now. By the time Coachella exactly. comes, that she's already happens. had the babies. Because she could be at this point you know like I mean? seven months, and we like, right. oh my god, you look amazing exactly. for seven months with twins. She was jamming out during these, which tours. is possible because she, you know, did it before, and she's a very fit woman to begin with. So the belly popping might not have happened that until much later in her pregnancy. So she could have timed it right. She about to pop them babies out early March by mid-April. I hope I'm ready to dance. I mean, if she's where she is right now, I don't see her performing. But if, if this is a, like an older picture and she's just now putting it out to media, she'll perform. Because it is a big, I, I just feel like it is a lot of money she's gonna that perform. you have to give back at Coachella. <laughs> and it would kind of leave a bad taste even with fans because a lot of people are going just because of her. But She's going to beat her. Yeah, she and it's going to be the whole thing will be around her pregnancy. And it'll be like this big Coachella yeah. thing that right. Beyonce pregnant and right. Coachella. She's going to unveil herself. Came down from yeah. the floor. She got a yeah. scheduled C-section probably around about March 20th. <laughs> it's going to be a month later. She's going to be snatched back. We're going to be like, oh my God, how did you do that? And it's going to be even more PR and media. Exactly. Beyonce, hire this three right here. We got <laughs> a whole media campaign jumping off right now. Girl. Well, speaking of media, so there's this hashtag going around, hashtag press on. And basically, I don't know, it's, it, it, it's so basically it was started to kind of push on and uh, help promote positive media or, you know, real journalists who are telling all of the facts and not just their side and not just a bias side. So this hashtag's been going around press on. Um, I feel like it hasn't really caught on like that. I think it's out there, but I don't yeah. think it's really caught wave. Um, because I think we just live in a generation where people say they want that, but they really don't. Right. I think people they enjoy the, the fluff. They want yeah. the trashy news. Yeah, they they want to be scared. We live in this generation that's like, oh, don't don't look at this, don't look at this. Well, <laughs> actually. Right. You know what I mean? I ain't going to pick up the book with the facts in it because <laughs> it the fluffier one looks better. Right. Um, what do you guys think as far as I mean because I went through this I was talking on, on reality check with Ashley about it but it just it gets to a point where I feel like a lot of the media it's hard for me to keep up with everything and really watch TV anymore yeah. because the media the tone of the media I feel like even news has changed mm -hmm. like the soundtrack when you watch news it's it's harsher it feels like Absolutely. the score is we're in a time of crisis and that's so interesting to me because if you go back a few years uh, or not a few years like 10 to 15 years ago it was a different tone a different soundtrack and it's just I don't know where we're moving with media if it's an agenda or or if it's just these media companies being like, okay, well, everyone's fiending off the, <laughs> off the scary shit, so let's scare the crap out of them and only show this kind of content. Uh, I don't know. How do we make it so that facts sell again? 
Um, I, I mean, I think that that's a really tough thing because I think that we're in a time where we are just we are hit with so much negative news that it's our escape to go to that lighter side of things and gossip and celebrity and celebrities become so big. Um, uh, you know, it's like I was looking at like when I Google stuff for our show when we when we're trying to find news stories. It's so many outlets that come up that are like these random outlets that I'm afraid sometimes even afraid to pull news stories from because <laughs> I don't know if it's real news yeah. or if it's fake news. You know, and then I tend to go to the CNNs, the MSN, you know, EUR Web, of course, our, our partner, and because I know that those are factual places, but a lot of times those bigger outlets have you know, it's so much negativity you know neg- they report on negative news obviously um, so I don't know if people really want to have that f- just full fledge of only the hardcore news anymore you know because I just think we're just already over just it's, it's just oversaturated as it is with us just being hit over the head with a lot of things. Oversaturation. Uh, saturation. I, it's funny to like talk about this because I feel like it's a saturation of information um, but when people get upset and sort of say the news is negative, like, I don't really, I personally don't necessarily feel that way because I feel like, so, yes, I do say in terms of, like, if you're talking about, like, network airing news and cable news and that kind of things, I think that there are news networks that have a certain perspective, and that's the perspective they present information in. And I think at this point in time, if you're not aware of that, then you need to read, because you sure. need to be aware I mean, of that. Like, right. if you don't know by now that MSNBC leans left, CNN sort of towards the middle, and then Fox is here, to yeah. the right, then like you got some other issues you need to deal with. And I do think that along with, I, I don't think news did that to itself. I think we did that to news. Like, we decided that that's what sells because we choose to watch what we choose to watch and empathize with. Um, I think that network television still tries to um, present the facts as they are. Do they always go after the stories of, like, the great things that the teacher at the little second grade school is doing right. and amazing things? No, they don't. But that's because we don't watch that. Right. Right. And so, to me, that's speaking about us, not about True. the news. Because they're only reporting what we're going to... They're reporting well, what we're paying attention, to, paying attention to and what right. we give place to. True. Well, that's true and not true. To but a degree. Also agree they're also steering the ship on what we watch as well. To a degree, but at the same time, that's because we're still buying the... In the end, the news is selling soap still, just yeah. like every other television show. Yeah. So as long as we're buying yeah. that soap and giving them ratings, they're like, okay, this is working for us. We don't turn it off. Yeah, And I get there's sort of a double-edged sword with that because you're like, well, I need to go to get information from somewhere. But again, like you still choose to turn on whichever channel you choose to turn on and you watch. So essentially you're buying into that whole concept of whatever this news situation is. So to just put it on news and media and they're doing like nobody's doing it to us. Like, we're all party to how all of this shit is going down, in my personal opinion. But it's like our taste has changed, like, as a, as just a world. Like, I mean, it's like, I remember growing up, like, the things that, like, our parents and grandparents grew up, like, it was like, that they thought were, it was, you know, bad or whatever. So it was cheesy and corny. And now it's like every year, it's like, you you know, like 10 years from now, kids going to be sucking on freaking knives because it's just like okay, the cool I know where we were gonna go with this. thing to do. What she said? I don't know where <laughs> we were going with this. I don't know where you're sucking. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, well, I mean, honestly, what are you about honestly, to say? Honestly, though, <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, but I'm just saying, like, as a, as a, the generations keep g- g- going, like, it's just like the younger and younger they get, and the more open to things they are, and it's just like I, I feel like I, we I wasn't allowed to watch certain type of content until I was a certain age. I understand now why. Yeah. I, back then yeah, it was like, I nah, I yeah. can watch this. I'm cool yeah. with it. But you don't understand what that does to your mind at a young age. And I feel like kids are growing up quicker. And exactly like you said, I, you putting in that perspective makes so much more sense. It isn't really that. It is us as a people and who we are becoming. But I, it's like, how did we get here? How did well, we get here where we want to see, everything has to be scary and evil and, like, it's just cool to be darker and bad. And, like, it's so interesting. And, well, I think it's... <laughs> What are you going to say? No, I was just going to say, well, I think with this presidency, I think a lot of people are going to fiend more for for the facts and factual news and and, and just, uh, pay. I think, pay attention to the news even more so just because of just... There's just so much back and forth with this presidency, obviously. Now I mean, he's gonna wear everyone out. Every, wear everybody out, right? Is he gonna? Everybody's gonna completely stop watching. They're gonna, I feel they're like gonna four be tired years of hearing it, right? Right. Like, I know, right? I don't but know but on the flip side, the, the funny thing is, I, 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 I'm I'm one of those people. I love watching CNN, MSN, HLN, and, and getting the facts. Now, what I don't watch is the local news. That's what really scares me because it's always about. Family of six burned in a fire. You yeah. know, uh, a local uh, a local car around. chase goes wrong. You know, yeah. like I don't want to. Like it makes it too real sometimes. You know, no. I can I can deal with the CNN and and the MSN. Like I love those places, but it's like the local news sometimes. I'm like, ooh, I can't really. That's can't really. Much. It makes you. It makes me feel dark <laughs> and depressed. Honestly, you just sitting there thinking Maybe. about that cat up in that tree line. Right, right. Cat <laughs> got me like. But most local news always tries to end with yeah, some positive story right. and like turn around. But in the end, like if something caught on fire or if, the, if the gas valve broke in this neighborhood, like we need to know that kind of stuff. So I as mean, much as do. it sucks, yeah. like, and yeah, it is kind of depressing, like some of the stuff that comes out, but like those are the things that generally, like, the positive things are great, but like we don't necessarily need to protect or know anything about because they're great for right. sure. Like <laughs> my mom was like, "You see, guys should do a show about all happy, positive things that people do." And I'm like, "Who gonna watch that? Nobody will watch it. There's already a show that's getting canceled called What Would You Do?'" <laughs> oh, that's getting canceled. I love that show. I mean, I don't even know if it's still on. I mean, it, I don't know. Dude, I used to come it. on Friday nights. Actually, used now used they to. really do. Yeah, they do more of the. Um, it's like a special now. Is it 2020 always it's on? on? Yeah, it's always 2020 now. They don't do what you do. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it in a while. while. You're right. Maybe but I also don't like watch normal TV anymore. I mean, I watch it on Hulu and they have yeah, put episodes up and like. Yeah. I mean, I watch it pretty much and I haven't seen it in a while. But you know, maybe and I love that show because yeah, I, I genuinely show. love. I like seeing to see that. what people I like will do. Seeing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not always positive. Yeah. In quotes, because no. I just see, see legitimate like how people will react, and you are pleased when you're like, oh my god, somebody really stepped up, or ooh. But that could have been me. Like so there's I mean, we're humans. We got both sides and all of us, honey. Yeah. That's why y'all be homicidal out there. Yeah, that's true. So I wanna see that movie split. Oh. That was great. Mm-hmm. Actually. All right. All right. Anyways. There you go. That's all I got. That's press got. on. Press on. We're going to press on to Courtney Stewart. What you got for today, Pressing Courtney on. Stewart? Now to bring the mood down, guys. <laughs> all right. Oh, yes. Wow. What I've been looking for in the news. We Trump, have Trump, our, Trump. our, I guess we're going to like weekly update this for however long we're on the air. If we die before Trump is, you know, done with whatever the, his reign of shit. I don't know what the hell. I, 
I don't know what the hell. That is the quote of my week with yeah. Donald Trump. Like, I don't know what the hell. And I tried to be supportive, but I'm just going to, you know, list off a few things that have happened over the last week since we were last here chatting. And we can chat about what we like <laughs> and chat about what we don't like, I guess. So, um, Trump in a... In true form to his history and who he is as a reality television star, he nominated a judge for the Supreme Court of the United States. For those of y'all that forgot, um, Obama nominated somebody like over a year ago and the Senate was like, y'all, we ain't about to look at him because you ain't going to be in office in a year. So we just going to wait and hope one of our peeps are in office. So now we're going to look at somebody new. So he nominated Judge Gorge. I lost his name and apparently I deleted it off my phone. I literally <laughs> deleted it. Gorshin, what is his name? It's something with a G. It's like Neil. Neil Gorshin or Gorson? Gorsuch. 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 Sorry, that's Thank what you. it is. Thank you, Steve. I'm like, why did I literally, I deleted it off. <laughs> Um, so he nominated Gorsuch, and he's a stark conservative, which we aren't surprised by. And um, there's people on the Democrat side saying, we ain't going to look at his nomination, and we don't care, and he didn't look at ours, so we're not looking at his, and oh, we're going to stop this from happening. And then there's Republicans that basically believe, like, yo, we're going to get him through, and it's going to be great, and it's going to be the best thing ever. He is a brilliant guy, Harvard graduate. He apparently has beautiful writing skills, as Sonny Hostin said on The yeah, View. Um, and he goes by the facts, apparently. Well, facts. He goes by his. He's a constitutionalist, so he like believes in strict interpretation of the Constitution. So some people that gives hopes too, because things like Roe v. Wade, which legalized abortion, like he should adhere to that, based on the fact that that is sort of the strict interpretation, because it is now an amendment. So I, I who knows? Like I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I just, I try to be, like, positive and happy, but the way Trump did it was just stupid. Like, yeah. Wait, did you see the one with, with the music where they put, like, The Bachelor? Oh, there's yeah, the and then they had their Bachelor, oh, like, going, yeah. it literally was, like, giving, it was a rose ceremony. It was a rose ceremony, And I was yeah. just like, bro, like, really? Like, you can just do a press conference, make your announcement like a normal human being, and, make, and roll with it. Like, right. can you please be a grown-up? That's yeah. all I can think every time, I, like, he does anything. Please just be a grown-up. Um, and apparently, there's some controversy because his, um, um, children who are running the business supposedly were attending the nomination and whatever sort of, I guess, dinners slash mingling happens with the nomination. And the reason that seems to be an issue or an, is an issue for people because it looks bad because people that are running your multi-billion dollar business are mingling with lawmakers that affect how and how well that business can be run so it doesn't look great. So a right. lot of people had a lot of comments to say about the fact that he allowed his children to be there. Angry ass, uh, what's his name, Press Secretary Spicer, just like, that don't matter, he's fine, his children, this was a historic event, shut up, media, you're stupid. Like, that's literally his mantra for everything. So, there you go. Um, we got a SCOTUS going, then oh Donald my, I Trump. Mean, I couldn't, I couldn't click this. You guys, like, like... What did he say? I always sit here, and yes, I will talk angrily about things that I don't agree with that are happening, especially when Trump makes decisions. But, like, seriously, I'm still given a chance. Like, I want something great. And I'm not even totally opposed to his Supreme Court nomination. Like, what of? Like, I do think that it is now Congress's time to, like, pay attention and make a vote on this person because we need to move along. Right. Like, there needs to be a judge put in that spot. Um, but the Black History Month brunch speech that uh, oh, Trump yeah. gave yesterday morning, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally, when you said we were going to be tired, we I, I didn't even cringe. I literally sat here like, 
Yeah, it was the WTF question mark for real. So, like, I heard it, and then I was like, I okay, you. maybe I, like, my, because, you know, I just, you know, allergies and shit, my ear might be a little plugged up, I, my hearing ain't that great, so I'm going to read, I read the transcript. Yeah. And I still National was like. African-American man. What? This my, was that real? First of all, um, I'm going to just read the one little quote that everybody's kind of talking about how he referred to Frederick Douglass. And um, so I'm just going to read this little portion of the speech that he starts to talk about Frederick Douglass and a few other um, great African-Americans. And y'all do your own judgment. Here's what he said in the speech. Quote, I am very proud now that we have a museum on the National Mall where people can learn about Reverend King. So many other things. Frederick Douglass is an example of somebody who's done an amazing job and is getting recognized more and more, I notice. Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, and millions more black Americans who made America what it is today. Big impact. <laughs> First of all, all of them ain't even complete sentences. Let's At just all. start there. Let, 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 let's, let's start there. Legitimately, let's so, start there. So, was this a speech? Or you was just running off at the mouth. Like, you, that you was just, just, you just reading black people bullet you could remember. He, yeah. like, he saw, like, on there was like, bullet point, Frederick Douglass. Oh, I don't know him. Okay, somebody, <laughs> he's been doing real good. Frederick Douglass been dead 122 years. Where yeah. the hell have you been, Donald Trump? Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't. You know what, Donald Trump? Why don't you check out BHL online and look at our uh, profile of different in, uh, inventors yeah. and historic figures in Black America that we put on our social media to celebrate Black History Month? Because maybe it'll help you with your bullet points. You know, just well, a little wait, bit. No, you know, on social media, what happened was Frederick Douglass actually came back from the grave. Yes, he right. did, yes, and now he, he got did. a Twitter account, he and he is trolling yeah. the hell out of Donald Trump, which I appreciate. Like those are moments when I'd be like, "Yeah, social media is like the bane of our existence." Thank you, Jesus, for social media because it, yeah. it gives me life sometimes. When I'm really dying because I was really dying inside because yeah. I was like, forget the fact. Do I expect Donald Trump to know who all these historic figures are? I don't, which, which is kind of sad. No, I don't, it's kind of sad. I, I don't I'm not even going to expect that from him, but I expect him to deliver it with 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 information in the sense of just knowing a little bit about them. If you're going to talk about he them, should have been a little briefed information about by them. whoever yeah. wrote whatever notes they gave him to give a speech. Like, this is who this person is. This is what he's about. And maybe he was. Omarosa, you fucked up. Maybe he was. Yeah, Omarosa, where you at during this? Uh, you, 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 you had the, one the, job. You're the spokesperson you for African Americans. One month and one and, job. And these is ba- like no offense. These are I didn't say basic in terms of yeah. these are the people that everybody know that are black people that did something like right. Frederick white Douglass, right. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. You're the average white person know who those few folks are. Right. I mean, right. he wasn't right. throwing no left field. He wasn't saying right. Marcus Garvey. Like he right. wasn't well, because he big. because he wasn't speaking to black people with that. He was speaking to white people. So that way, when people get mad. This whoever these crew of people are are gonna say he is not, and he spoke about the black people on Black History Month. He talked about Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tub. Yeah, it just—it's like, bro, you ain't even trying. Like you just really don't give a fuck. You really don't care. No. And that was very frustrating. So for those of you guys that are as frustrated as I am, go online and read Frederick Douglass's new Twitter account. It will give you some joy <laughs> and some pleasure for the rest of the... Actually, I think I'll, that'll get me through probably through the weekend because it was just that fucking funny. Excuse my language. 
But uh, to, real quick before we switch stories, did you see the little um, Instagram? Well, there's two that, that caught my eye this week. There's one with uh, Trump and all the people that he's electing around him called the Shady Bunch, and it did, played off the Brady Bunch. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes. Genius. And then my favorite one, though, is the one from um, Hillary Clinton that says, don't call me now. And she oh, yeah. says, <laughs> y'all, was, some y'all was too worried about my emails <laughs> before or whatever. I, and her face, she gave him the side eye. Yes. Love it. The, Love the it. memes that have come out of all of this effery have definitely like been the piece that holds my soul together. I mean, you have to laugh in the face of bullshit, I guess. I guess so. I mean, we're, we either have to laugh or we're going to be severely laugh crying. Laugh or be severely depressed yeah. and crying and slitting and, and our disbelief. wrists. Um, exactly. Speaking of, just to finish that off, though, um, I guess y'all still striking against Uber. I don't really know where that stands right now because the last update I heard, um, Uber, so uh, everybody was mad at Uber because the CEO had um, joined a uh, advisory committee for Trump. Um, even in the face of the Muslim ban, that's not a ban, even though the president called it a ban, it's not a ban, because Spice just said it's not a ban, even though he called it a ban, too. Um, it's not a ban, though, because if it was a ban, if you were Muslim in another country, you wouldn't be able to get in. But it's not a Muslim ban. It just says it's a Muslim ban. Um, so, anyway, people were mad at them because Uber was picking up at the airports the day after the ban was instated, and people, and when in JFK, there was a strike by the taxi drivers, um, so they wouldn't pick up from the airport because they didn't support the uh, ban that right. isn't a ban. Um, so people kind of came for Uber. People, There was a whole campaign online to delete Uber as your app. Um, the last that was heard is that Uber actually set up an account to help um, any legal defense for, in addition to, and Lyft did a similar thing, but they did through the ACLU. Um, but Uber set up an account to help defend people trying to get back into the country, as well as to pay drivers that are missing out on wages yeah. because they can't get back in the country or because of whatever is happening in other countries where they are Ubering. Yeah. So um, there's still like a, 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 a petition going around with Uber drivers trying to get the CEO to get off of the advisory committee because he is yeah. still on the advisory committee. So that's where that's at. I don't know. Everybody kind of fall in a different spot on that Uber thing, but that's what's up with Uber. And last but not least, Steve Bannon is now running everything, and that's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. He's the president of the United States, and yeah. Donald Trump is his puppet. And I think the – maybe it was the Post. I don't know. Somebody just did a political cartoon that had Bannon, like – yeah, Trump it was Puppeteer. Puppet. I felt like it was, I think it was the Post. Was it the Post? Yeah, I'm I not sure. I remember seeing the cover. Yeah. But I found that very interesting and kind of scary because Donald Trump don't like to be made no fool of. So he might go a little bit real left. But Bannon has been very, very supportive of Trump. He's been, he was elected as the chief advisor, but now that fool is on the um, principal's committee for the national security. Yeah. And he's doing all kinds of things. So y'all might want to keep your eye on him. He's yeah. that one that, uh, you know. Calls himself Dark Vader and yeah, supports Dark the Vader, alt right. right. Yeah, doing some weird things. But uh, last but Bannon. not least, <laughs> Bannon. He is like it's a Corey Guns thing in my head. A <laughs> rap song. Um, so, out. <laughs> along with all of those changes in our country, we also have changes on our network television. So, yeah, for those change. of you guys that have been watching today's show, which in like recent has had some ratings issues because they finally like dropped below Good Morning America in these last couple years sometimes, which was like a big deal. But Miss Tamron Hall, who has been a signature at NBC for the last 10 and years and has been on the Today Show, I believe, for the last seven years, um, she had her own hour with Al Roker where we found 
found all kinds of life, even back when Billy Bush had a job and they were at the, you know, um, Olympics and whatnot, and Al Roker was side-eyeing and Tamron was still involved. Tamron was doing real good, y'all. Her show, her hour of the Today Show, had some of the best ratings they've it ever was number had. One. It was beating live with Kelly, because yeah. Kelly ain't got no partner still, do she? She still ain't got a partner? I don't know. I ain't no seen it in a minute. It but it was beating everything in the hour, so she was like, yo, I'm doing great. Everything's awesome. Megan Kelly, we all know, a few weeks ago we found out she was leaving Fox News and headed over to NBC, but they hadn't really officially announced like what they were going to do with her, but the writing's on the wall, honey, and Friday, Tamara Hall found out, guess what, girl, your hour on the Today Show, we gonna let you go. We gonna put Megan up in there. Are you done? Y'all show it. The shade was real strong. Come on over to Black Hollywood, girl. They offered her a multi-million dollar, multi-year deal to stay with NBC, but they were taking her show. That was that hour slot because they want Megyn Kelly to be in there. And she said... And it was a multi-million dollar deal, but it also was less, though. It was a it was it was a pay cut. Yeah, still. she left the money. Wait, on so the she table. still would have been able to have her show, just no. not at that no. Uh-uh. Oh. no, no. They took her slot as her show. She would have still been a you know contributor probably to today's yeah. show, still on MSNBC. I don't know all the details of it, but she would not have had her show with Al. No. And she said, guess what? It's a lot of money, but I'm done. Bye, Good. bitches. So she left, and we will see Megan Kelly pop up at whatever point sometime in September. Al Roker, side-eye, but he was like, whatever, I'm just going to be the weatherman for right now. He was very politically right. correct about it, but, you, could, but you could still, oh, you you could still even, like, even between the lines of he what he wrote, like, he was like, well, you know, with this still, business, there's lots of changes. I still like but, my check, yeah, so still, I'm going to go yeah, ahead and keep telling yeah. y'all about California Sunny yeah, and I wasn't shit mad like at that. Him. Yeah. But, he yeah. kinda, but he expressed it in that way you but knew, I wasn't mad. You, you knew, knew he you knew between the lines what went yeah. down and yeah. he was very gracious he because was. Tamron didn't she left immediately she, she did not they even didn't get even a goodbye farewell. They, there, she there's didn't no get a farewell, farewell. She's getting, there's no, no farewell show no. but Al actually said on the uh, I guess Monday morning or whatever he basically spoke Tamron won't become staying or whatever yeah. we love her she's been amazing it's great to work with her she's a great friend so he's very gracious but yeah y'all Megan Kelly left Damn. Fox News took Tamron's spot Tamron said deuces I'm about to go somewhere else and, it, and it's interesting did you hear why they said that Megan left Fox because of the hostility that she was getting from other hosts there and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I just find it quite interesting I, and I think it's a very interesting choice for NBC to put her on yeah. on, on there too I'm like and then I'm like it's that whole is selling tra- soap thing yeah. that we were talking about yeah. earlier Megyn Kelly got a lot of traction. She was doing well at Fox News, but after this last election cycle, people were like, oh my God, she's amazing. Yeah. She dealt with that bullshit. He was bleeding from your ears, you sexist maniac. So now they're like, ooh, cash. Yeah. Put her on it. Yep. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Well, Which sucks, because Tamron Hall was like the first black anchor for yeah. today's show. And to like replace... Yeah, I just, I just don't... Yeah. That does not sound like a good plan. Move. I'll be interested to see how it works out. Interesting anyway, move. Good luck. She'll, she'll land big. That's why I'm watching Good Morning America. Yeah. Well, there you I go. mean, I like the content series better anyway. I actually do prefer Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all right. Well, that's all you got for us today, Courtney? I'm done talking. I all right. Well, we're going to move on to our ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. ER Web Story Spotlight.
<laughs> well, continue continuing our talk on blackness in uh, so the entertainment black. and Why media. Well, actually, there ain't a lot of black in this. Well, yeah, that's true. There ain't a lot of black in this in this story. Well, there was an interesting report that was just done. We need a new some study. onions. We need some onions. We need some onions. Stupid. There was an interesting report that just came out this week. It was a study from the University of Southern California's Annenberg Media Diversity and Social Change Initiative, where they found and examined movie studios and filmmakers and directors that come out of these different movie studios. And after examining the 100 top grossing movies each year between 2007 and 2016, they found that only 5.1% of directors were black across the top 1,000 movies and 3% of the directors of the top 100 movies were Asian. Now, this is also what they found in these results. So the number one... I'm going to have you guys guess. I don't, know, you didn't, I don't know if you read the story, but guess who you thought was number one out of all the movie studios who would be number one for like diversity and having black directors and black more black production partnerships? BET. Paramount. It's your stupid movie studio, not <laughs> network. What? Paramount? Eh, wrong answer. Sony. You want to get one? Try it. Damn. Man, let Jesse try Fox. No, but good guess. Um, it was actually um, Paramount. I mean, sorry, Paramount. Oh no, sorry. It wasn't that. Paramount. Excuse me. It was Lionsgate. I'm t- saying Paramount. Oh, Lionsgate. Paramount. Lionsgate. Yeah. Oh, which do, do due to Tyler yeah. Perry and all the Medea series. And so they're number one. Number two was actually Sony. Uh, and number three was Universal Pictures. See, I was torn between Sony and Paramount. I would, that's surprising, Universal Pictures. Uh, you know what though they have all those um, uh, Kevin Hart movies a lot of those movies no come I'm out surprised in. that they're not higher uh, like Lionsgate uh, like, yeah. well it's because Lionsgate I'm, has made so much money off Tyler Perry because yeah. they're they, yeah they have in fact I'm pretty sure their relationship has been with Tyler Perry from almost beginning from the beginning yeah Um, they said they have the highest track track record with him due to the production deal Uh, 16 of the 86 films distributed by Lionsgate in the period between the 2007 and 2016 um, were were examined were, were made majority by black directors so 16 out of 86 I mean you know it seems small, but that's actually hey, a decent percentage. I'll take that. Hopefully there's some Asians in that. Um, <laughs> now, Disney, because of the criticism, has come back, and they're like, hey, listen, you know. Because Disney hey. came in last place. They, right? I mean, they're like last place. So uh, they came back because they employed zero black directors for the biggest film releases that they had in the past nine years. Zero black directors, but they came back and, uh, recently and said they've hired Ava uh, DuVernay, DuVernay yeah. to direct A Wrinkle in, in Time and Ryan Coogler for Black Panther. So um, the study also did an interesting thing on, on information on black, or not just black, but female directors. So what they found was uh, out of 1,114 directors of top-grossing fictional films in the last decade, just 4% are females. That's higher than I thought it was. That, but that's like I crazy. I thought it was going to be that. like a um, decimal point. No studio released at least one movie a year with a female director. That's sad. That is so Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, I, I, I think, you know, with Ava and other things that are kind of going on, I think that that's going to change. It's going to slow change. Gonna slow and even change. Just the, 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 how accessible cameras and things are, I see that changing. I see that's a changing. lot of yeah. women like getting behind productions and you know taking on roles that typically that you ha- we haven't seen yeah. before. So I think that I think we're about to come into this whole 
I think it's it's for women next. Women yeah, are coming. Women are next I agree. after I think the color. I this think is our year of black change. people. Right. You know, with the Hollywood movies. We got to get the shades right first. And right. Then, yeah. Yeah. We, now we'll, we'll get the gender correct yeah. after that. I mean, because those know, stats are what 2007 to 2016. 16. Yeah. Think about from a technology perspective where we were in 2007 versus where we are now. It's really insane. It yeah, is. I was like, just explaining crazy. that to somebody. Like I was just saying, like just that at my age right now, like as a DJ how it's just so different if I was doing if I had the technology that uh, you know when I was 21 where my life would be or what I would be doing to have yeah. grow up in this generation so you see this in like Ghostbusters and for you know what I mean like to have yeah. a cast of women like that and you know it's just hidden figures like it's just that's important and yeah. I think that we're in the the generation of that time has come. The access is there. Well, and I, I mean, I hate to say this, but sometimes we have to see the hardcore facts, things like this, to make the change come. It's yeah. like last year's Oscar So White. I don't want to say that it's because of Oscar so white last year and all the criticism that this year that's why fences and hidden figures are you know are, yeah. and, and moonlight are such big contenders. I hope it's just because of the the, the artistry great. and the 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 meat that they deliver with the performances, but. You know, I don't know if that's true. Sometimes you have to know the fact. You yeah. know, you get the facts, and then you're like, "Oh, we need to change this." You know, or yeah. it's going to be a lot of criticism towards you know this whole thing. But it's access, like with anything else, because especially with movie studios, like now with Netflix doing original, like Netflix is becoming a movie studio. Oh, it is, and they have some Apple amazing just said work they were doing a deal with something because they want to compete with Netflix yeah. in terms of original content. Like, so that is giving competition to studios and giving voices to people that necessarily don't normally or had not normally been able to get into the studio system as a normal um, situation. So all of those elements sort of happening at the same time, I think, will continue to propel us in a good direction. In a good direction. Let's jump fucking all up! Right. Well, here's the thing, too. It's like... Even or Calex, it happens. Oh, that's true. Uh, even when I look look now at Netflix, I have to say that it's it's harder for me to choose what I want to watch because there is so much yes. good programming on there now. And yeah. I don't even have enough time in my week to yes. really digest and look at everything that I'd like to look at during the And they just time. did some huge deal. I forget the amount, but like they're invest like going into billions of dollars of debt to invest in the original programming because they recognize like that's where their cash cow is like people want to see the original series much more than they want to see the random old stuff old and stuff. other stuff that they had so yeah. get it yeah well congratulations you know Lionsgate because you know that you guys set the tone and hopefully others will follow so that's yeah. that's great um, all right, the last story today, as we are celebrating Black History Month, this story is not such a great story. We've heard, Many of us have heard, if you are, are unfamiliar with the story, you definitely should read more information about it. But historically, there was a young man in 1955 who was murdered. His name is Emmett Till. Uh, I just remember just growing up to this story, just hearing about it from my grandparents and my parents. Um, he was a young teenager from Chicago who was visiting family in, in Mississippi. Uh, 14 years old, allegedly flirted with a 21-year-old white woman coming out of a she was coming out of a store he was going into the store she went and told her husband who later on with her with his half brother i believe yeah. uh, uh murdered Emmett Till. they they mutilated him uh put him at the bottom of the water uh beat him they beat him so severely that he was unrecognizable i mean if you go online and see these pictures yeah. i mean worse than any horror movie that you could even remotely imagine and this was a real story um well 
now, after all these years, the woman who accused uh, Emmett of flirting with her, her name is Carolyn Bryant Donham. She's now 82. She is being revealed in a new book that's coming out, The Blood of the Blood of Emmett Till by author Timothy Tyson, that she now goes and says that she can't remember, actually, if he flirted with her. And now she has a lot of remorse in reference to what took place. And she felt like, basically, that she felt a lot of pressure during that time to tell this story because of what happened, and her husband was upset, and people were upset. And, and uh, you know, now it's coming out that she doesn't even know, really, she can't recall that moment, which has been a tragic moment, obviously, in history for Emmett Till and his family. And um, in fact, it was the, the the his face was so so just beaten that his mom had an open casket, and because she wanted people to remember the racism that had taken place. Um, his mom, who who died, but she's gone on to really be an activist and really promote you know letting people know about her son and trying to get you know racism stopped. What do you guys think about now, Miss Miss Donham? in this new book revealing that she doesn't even remember, you know, if this, this really actually happened. I mean, I don't think anybody's surprised. Like, I think it's a cop out to even say you don't remember, yeah. you know, it didn't happen or whatever happened was not anything that was a real infraction. But I think it's, it's hard, right? Cause you like watch this, you listen to that and you know what, cause she was, I'm sure, under crazy pressure. Yeah. And there's a cool movie that used to come on. I don't remember if it was like a Lifetime movie or whatever, but it had um, Lynn Whitfield and the lady who played the mom on Home Improvement in it. I think it was called like Sophie and the oh, Moonhanger yeah, 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 or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Okay, I, yeah. But I thought that was like one of a good movie that kind of like showed from the white person perspective, like growing up in it and being in that and how difficult it is to sort of, I mean, there were equally white victims on a certain level in terms of, sure. you know, racism and their choices and feeling like they had to sort of con, uh, conform, to, conform society, to society to what everybody exactly, else exactly and whatever it was doing. Yeah. So I get it, but at the same time, like obviously the black person in me is like, you should be in jail. <laughs> Yeah, just as you much lie. as your son or your husband to and me, you're his just brother, as much you're, a murderer. you're a murderer. You didn't, you didn't physically do it, but you you deserve to be in jail. Yeah. And do, do we just be like, well, you know, she ate it by now. Time is gone. We don't forgave. Like, no, 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 you deserve to be punished for that. And I'm sorry. And I don't. And I guess I mean legally, there's no real way for them to prove she lied and all this. Right. So it becomes a whole issue. But whatever. I mean, I guess. I don't even know if it's like worth like why it's almost like gross that to me that the book and he talked to her and whatever because there's no confusion like we know you weren't really honest like I don't want to see a lifetime story of it from her perspective absolutely not and apparently that's like what I like get from that whole thing like it it grosses me out in that you want me to empathize with you and I don't want to. I no, I have no. Like I get you were in a really shitty situation, but mm-hmm. I also get that a fourteen-year-old child died and you were grown up in that severely. You, died. It's not okay. Just, yeah. So horrible, I, horrible death. It's just well, whatever. You know, apparently this was also taken from a two thousand and seven interview. Interview she did. Yeah. Um, which also made me feel a little weird about it because that means that that information has just been kind of. Uh, I don't know. You know but I mean? it's the same thing. Like when what's his face admitted? I can't remember. Oh, there's so many. Somebody admitted. Long ago, I don't know if it was in this case or if it was a different one where they the the murderers admitted what they did, but yeah. it didn't. It, it, it was, was past the time. fifty years yeah, yeah. before any kind of whatever. Yeah. So 
it, it's it, we legally it puts us in a crappy situation because there's not much that can really be done about it and it almost is gratuitously gross to me if anything like I would have preferred her just like die like have a letter written and then when she died like told her family like this right. is the it's letter that a, I want out and it should have just been an apology for not being able to not be could, one of the sheep I could I could I could maybe understand that a little bit more. I would maybe. Ex- I would like I could be able to accept that. it a little I, bit. More. All I need yeah. from you is an apology yeah. because like you saying being like mm, I don't know like I could have been like oh, I'm sure remorse, you were. Remorse. But you yes. want me to try to feel bad for you yeah. for some bullshit that you cuz now you know you're responsible dying. for. Yeah. You know you dying. You want that off your chest and I don't like, know. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Are we supposed to be more sympathetic and like nah, human? I'm not sympathetic to it. No, we're definitely not during this month though. Sorry. I think we're sympathetic to too many things already, so I'm not. I'm not giving that card anymore. We're done. Can we go out to that song that we came in with? Can we do that? We're gonna go. Out. I need Cause cause we're because we talk about so we, much. Yeah, we, yeah, we need some positivity going out. Guys. It's Black History Month. No. We're celebrating Honey. positivity. Celebrating. And his figures pre- made over a hundred million so, dollars. Okay, so y'all, that so is good. a big deal. So good on a twenty-five million dollar budget. So good. Hey, and if you're in LA tonight, come to Los Globos. Black Hollywood Lives. The beat will be in the building. Oh, that's right. We'll be at Skitzo. Right down there? Where is it? Isn't it so late? Oh, it's over there. Oh, those globals. Yes. Sorry. Courtney, where can fans find you? I'm everywhere at Stuart Starlet, and apparently maybe at those globals tonight. Jesse. Hey, DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Dario Christ on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow us all, and we will have good information for you. Tweet us, you know, some of your favorite uh, quotes and people from Black History Month. We'll post them on our social media as well. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.